There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Oh. And I've... welcome to Morgan Freeman, too. So hang in there and be strong, Tubby. Thank you, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> What does Polly Shore have to say about Friday? Steven Tyler PJ! It's Steven Tyler PJ! Yes! Best drop ever! Oh, oh son in law. That's right. I popped your daughter's trunk. Middle of America! America. Woo! Rip the soil! Which oh. one are you, Bartles or James? <laughs> Can I win a wood with you, buddy? <laughs> Let's oh. chow down here and munch on some grinding. Oh God! God, I love that movie. I mean, it's 1993 for the youngins out there. Polly Shore, basic cable classic. Oh, I own it, God. I spent 19 dollars on it. I put it in my my Apple library. Yeah, you did. Put it right there. I'm not ashamed. I love it. It brings me joy. It brings me joy. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to get this out of the way so that we can have a good party for the rest of the time. Okay. Um, we call this unhappy homo here around these parts. Oh. <laughs> I'm continuing to talk in my cowboy accent. <laughs> it's hard to shake. <laughs> it is hard to shake. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, we're going to begin with an unhappy homo. Oh, what in gay hell? Uh-oh. He seems pretty upset about something. It's unhappy homo. What is he so upset about? Let's ask him. Jace? Uh, people that need a hobby. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, uh, I, I, irony is the wrong word for it, but I, 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 and I encountered two colleagues of mine. One is actually a dear friend and one is a colleague and an, and an acquaintance. And I'll begin with the acquaintance and, and they were sharing with me there. They were a meteorologist in this town and they were sharing with me some of the vile, vile social media DMS and interactions that they have received over the past 24 hours. (sighs) And when I say that it's not just fair criticism, uh, that's an understatement. The, the the messages I was looking at on his phone were personal. Um, some were homophobic in nature. Uh, some were violent. Ugh. And and he's not alone because I was looking at the Twitter sphere, the cesspool that it is yesterday. And I was seeing other weather folks talk about this. 
look, uh, don't do that. Don't threaten. Don't, don't. Well, first of all, you, you shouldn't be threatening people for heaven's sake. Yeah. And number two, and I'm not talking about fair criticism, uh, but for you to get online and eviscerate and spew homophobic garbage and violent garbage to weather folks who are doing their best to keep you safe, really. Yeah. Um, is just unbelievable to me. Uh, especially because this isn't an exact science. You know, and, I, and I, we, I'm not talking about good-natured ribbing either. I mean, we have fun. Uh, Lewis Black always makes fun of other folks, and it's fun. I mean, it, it, there's a line. Yeah. There's jokes, and then there's just vile, vitriolic nastiness. Of course. And I get that people changed plans. They were uh, angry that the storm didn't, which the irony of that is lost on me, that they're angry, actually, that the storm wasn't as bad as some people thought. Yeah. But here's the deal. Here's the reality. There are, there are areas of Minnesota, there are areas of the metro, Apple Valley's clocking in at 19 inches. Yes. That's not a walk in the park, kids. And that, Jason is what meteorologists predicted that this storm would have isolated pockets of heavy accumulation. And look, there it is. Apple Valley, almost 20 inches. And you you can't get mad that then the internet ran away with the hysteria. Now, look, I, I get, and I, now let me pause and say, I can critique my own business and I shouldn't even say my, I'm not in the news business anymore. I work in the building but I do I do a silly talk show. I, I, I gave up anchoring the news in 2013, but these are still my friends and colleagues, and I hate to see them go through this. Um, now, look, I will poke fun. Like, I love it when the bosses, you've heard me say this, when you turn on the local news, I love that they now film reporters in the van driving around in weather. Oh, oh yeah, God, that, that, that is a new thing now, that I saw. Yes. Now that, now yeah. that we can poke fun of because yeah. that's the bosses. Yeah. Okay, how can we, let's put a reporter in a van and record them driving around. Anyway, yeah. and I yeah, make yeah, fun yeah. of that all the time. Well, yeah. But I'm talking personal attacks and threats. That's a bridge too far. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. These folks are doing their jobs, Jason. Yes. They are informing you and they are keeping you safe and with the best of intentions. And weather is a science. It's not an exact science, but there is. But, you know, we live in the year 2023, and I think that we forget that these kinds of storms, if we're not prepared for them, they can be extremely deadly. I was thinking about, okay, so let us go back in the Wayback Machine. This is a long time ago. But there was a storm here in Minnesota on Armistice Day in November of 1940 that killed over 50 people because they were not ready. They were not ready for it. But we were more than ready for it. So the consequences of this storm didn't feel like they met up to the hype. But that's great. That's great. And also, you may not like the hype. But I was thinking about this yesterday. How freaking prepared were we yesterday? Yeah. MnDOT, MnDOT basically had clear roads uh, by 8 a.m. Yeah. 
It was fantastic. And the, well, the National Guard was prepared. I yes. mean, our, I know, look, city streets are another thing. I get it. I, I'm not talking every road, every frontage road. You, you know I'm not saying that. Yeah. But my goodness. And and if it was if it was easy to do, we could all be weather people. And I know that's the joke. Well, I could do it. Give a monkey a dart and throw an artboard at it. I get it. But what these what they do is they take all of these models, all of these computer models, Three, four, five. I don't even know how many they look at. Mm-hmm. And then they, as as scientists, as meteorologists, have to take those weather models and craft a forecast. Yeah. They're, they're just not repeating something that a computer is spitting out. Right. It's I learned that. I mean, that was one of the first years working in local news. I sat with Paul Douglas. Oh, wow. I mean, and that's like, you know, learning from Edison. Yeah, <laughs> legit. It is. And I asked him, I'm like, I because I, I had made a flip it comment. And he's like, well, let me show you. You didn't get defensive, but he showed me hmm. what the data that they have to look at. And again, I want to, I'm going to end how I began with this because I don't want people to misunderstand me. I'm not talking about good natured jokes. Uh, you know, uh, I make them. I'm talking about the threats, the homophobia, yeah. which sadly is just like bell bottoms back in fashion lately. Tennessee just banned drag shows, basically, which Mm. I'm like, what kind of upside down world are we living in? But anyway, um, I'm not talking about that nonsense. I'm I'm talking about four levels higher than that. I'm talking the top floor of the Nutter Butter elevator (laughs) (laughs) when you're threatening family members and calling calling meteorologists the F word because you were unhappy with their forecast. Come on. I mean, seriously. Keyboard warriors. Mm. Um, stop it. Not I want to say something harsher, but it's Friday and I'm, a, I'm actually in a good mood. <laughs> Just knock, anyway. knock it off. Knock it off. To bring a phrase back that I brought back yesterday with Don and Steve. Knock it off. And like Dave Coulier said on Full House, cut it out. Yeah. And I have one more of those that I think you will also agree with. Uh the greater of uh, my talkers. Stay with us. Back in a moment. We've never had a sequel to Unhappy Homo in the same show, but so I guess this is Unhappy Homo 2 Gay Strikes Back. Uh, But it is International Stand-Up to Bullying Day, and it's ironic because I have one more little note, and I think that's why the thing with the weather people bothered me because it was uh, that was going to be one of two cases yesterday that I felt horrible about. And the second one, and and she made this public, so I'm not further embarrassing her. Uh, I'm talking about my girl Kendall over on the the Jason show. Mm. Uh, Kendall posted a rather emotional. Um, Instagram story. I invite you to go watch it because I'm obviously going to have to condense her words. But she got some awful feedback, and I'm putting that mildly, on a dress that she wore on air Mm. and criticizing her, um, basically criticizing the dress because of the body type that she is and the body type that she is, is, uh, I don't know, a normal woman, a body. She has a, a body. 
It's shocking, Holly. I oh, I hope I don't <gasps> scare you when I say this, but she has curves. <sighs> <sighs> this happened to Elizabeth Reese, who actually, let me just give a shout out to the very caring Elizabeth Reese, because yeah. she knows about this, because this happened to her a couple years ago, and she texted me because I went on the Jason show and did a monologue about the idiots attacking her. And here I am, unfortunately, sadly, having to do this again about my little sister. And that's really what she is. And you know what happens when you when a bully picks on a little sister, all of her brothers get real pissed. Yeah. So I'm here to tell you that all of Kendall's brothers of the Jason show are very pissed this morning. Uh, because we can pick on our little sister, <laughs> but you can't pick on our little sister. Um, here's the deal when you, and that's why we try never to do that. You know, I, I remember, and I have no problem calling, calling myself out on stuff. I do. I try to be very careful. Lex and I have never done fat jokes. We don't do skinny jokes. We don't do body, body image jokes on the show mm-hmm. because Lex and I have been very open about our own body image issues, self-esteem issues. Um, I'm a, 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 will be forever a recovering puffy kid. Oh, I mean, look, Jason. I know you, uh, I, 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 you uh, I didn't mean to leave you out, no, but yeah, no. so, yeah. I yeah. mean, I could show picture upon picture from my childhood. So I, I empathize, Jason. Yeah. Empathize. So, you know, the last comment I made about anybody, I, I, I mentioned with caring that Jessica Simpson kind of scared fans because she just seemed a little off. And I, I always twist myself into a pretzel to make sure that when we even do a story like that, we come from a place of compassion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now having said all of that, um, you have to realize that when you email something like this to somebody on your television, it, you have to know what that does to them. Just because somebody's on TV doesn't mean that their psyche is made of platinum and alu- uh, uh, or steel. Yeah. Please know before you send that hit that that hit before you press that enter button that you will likely dominate the rest of their day because no matter how many positive words you hear nothing cuts through your heart and your confidence like someone writing an email about your physical appearance. Right. Right. You're so it right. It destroys you. Mm-hmm. And it's that's not hyperbole. I'm not being Jason dramatic. You dwell on it all day. Mm-hmm. And I get, I'm not naive. I've been in this business for 25 years. And I actually agree. This is a visual medium. Television is. I'm not talking about fair criticism of, oh, that pattern, mm, it may look good in person, but that is maybe a little distracting with the camera. The camera does weird things to outfits. Trust me. I'm not talking about that. But you're talking, that's a skill. That yes. is That is a, mm, a behavior. Yeah. A, a behavioral critique. Yes. I'm talking about. You're critiquing somebody's outfit based on their body type. Yep. And you have to know that you are emailing that criticism without knowing what that person is going through, 
what they could be dealing with, who they are. You, 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 you're working with a very shallow base of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And to your, to your detriment. And when you email about somebody's physical appearance, it, just be better, please. Be better. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sick of seeing my... And, and this is 80,000 times worse for women in our business. Oh. 80,000 times mm. worse. Mm. I get my fair share that I've talked about openly. There's a guy that hates me that I'm not kidding. Over the eight years of the Jason show, he pops up every so often. And, and then we get rid of his... We delete his account. But he dresses up potatoes. What? Because he says I look like a fat toma- a potato. He th- he said my body type in my head looks like a potato. Oh my! <laughs> and he dresses up potatoes to look like me, which I gotta tell you, Holly, it's damn funny. Now I, I don't, I didn't find it funny at first. Now he's so uh, desperate and pathetic that it's funny to me. Sure, but, but I get I, my absurd. fair share too. Yeah, yeah, I get my fair share too. When mm-hmm. I wear a sweater, people are like, "Ah, oh, like not anyway." But for women, it's 80,000 times worse. Mm. I used to answer phones at WCCO when I was 22 and would take them about Amelia. And this hasn't changed. I thought we would advance a little bit more in 25 years, but we sadly have not. Do better people. Thank you. Be nice to Kendall. And if you watch the show and if you've ever enjoyed Kendall, DM her today and send her some love. Counter, Counter the buffoonery. And the asshatness, because she's a stunningly beautiful person on the inside and outside. And she's talented. And she's talented she, as hell. Talented as all get out. Yeah. Which people should be concentrating on her work work ethic and her skill and not her skirt. Mm-hmm. For the love of God. We'll be right back. Hi, everybody. It's Jace for Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. If you are looking uh, to become a new client of Skin Rejuvenation Clinic, it's easy now because if you are a new client and you've never been there, you're going to get $100 off your first service or more of $250. That's right, $100 off $250 or more. Trust me, that is substantial savings. That's really good savings. And they have so many, so many, so many things that can help you. Especially if you have a big spring event. Maybe you're having your 20th uh, high school reunion and you want to look your best. Get a hydrofacial. Um, I have one every so often and it completely rejuvenates your face. See incredible before and after photos at SkinRejuvenationClinic.net. SkinRejuvenationClinic.net. And make sure when you call, you mention me. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm my tongue. And streaming all over the place on our My Talk app and website. I'm Jace with Holly Roberts. Alexis is taking some time off. Uh, no fill in today, you know, weather and stuff. But uh, Lisa LaCourcier will be back with us on uh, Monday and Tuesday. All right. Uh, uh, right? That's right, Holly, right? I, I, yeah, think, I think she so. might be through Wednesday. I'm through through Wednesday? Yeah, okay. She's yeah, going to be hanging so. out with us for the first part of the week. Well, fabulous, fabulous. Um, I, I, I had a story that I was going to do here, but I've just spent thirty minutes uh, railing on morons, and ah. this is kind of in the same category. So I kind, <laughs> but you know what? Well, why not? Why not? Why? I, why? I, just continue the yeah, trend, right? Yeah. Yeah. So actually, 
for the first time possibly ever on the Jason and Alexis yeah. show. Yeah. It is the Unhappy Homo Trilogy. Oh, what in gay hell? Uh-oh. Seems pretty upset about something. It's Unhappy Homo. What is he so upset about? Let's ask him. Jace? This is, uh... So we had Empire, we had Gay Strikes Back. This is Return of the Gay. Return That's the right. Gay. <laughs> Episode three, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but uh, I, just none of these, whether the Kendall thing, and, and you're going to be, I hope, oh God, I hope you're with me on this one. But I just, I guess all of these kind of fall, not all of them, but to me, this this one falls under the category of why do you care? Oh. When you shouldn't care because it means something to others. Anyway, what I'm talking about is the backlash about the upcoming live action Little Mermaid. People are upset that the actress Halle Bailey is playing Ariel because she is a a, a, a young lady of color. What? Because Ariel. What? Oh, I'm not kidding. Oh, I'm not, oh no. The, the the backlash is real. I need I need a place to scream uh, right now. I'm going to go under the uh, desk quick. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. Ah! Okay, yeah. better now. Thank you, Jason. Uh, and I have... People are upset because they think... And I gotta hate this term so much, but... Oh... Everything's woke now. Oh, knock it like, off. Okay, let's knock, knock it, it off. off. Cut it out. It, it, it's <laughs> not about going woke. No. It's about, I don't know, the joy for little kids of color having cartoon characters that look like them. Imagine that. Yes. Yes. Uh, imagine that joy. There was, anyway, so people are genuinely upset and and I just need to, before we go any further, Ooh. I do need to remind people: mermaids are not real. Mermaids are not real. Spoiler mermaids alert. are not real. I mean, <laughs> these are fictional characters that we are getting our panties all in a bunch about. Ugh. That is what I uh, I uh, tread lightly, Jason. Um, I have uh, this is and in and, and sadly this outrage and I put that in air quotes. It, I, I'm I have people in my orbit. That are that brought this up that that are ups that question this and I'm like why do you care what why what? does it matter oh my gosh cut it out everybody the Little Mermaid with Halle Bailey will be wonderful we can tell stories however we dang please and in 2023 this is how this story is being told uh, it <laughs> this is one of those where I'm just like this is. One of the stories where my phrase, where's the asteroid? You know what I mean? It's just like, because we we truly are kind of going backwards. Uh, Yeah. I mean, again, Jason, I hope it directly falls on us so we don't even feel being incinerated. Yeah. It's just instantaneous. And this came back up because uh, Miss Bailey gave an interview and uh, she was asked about being cast as Ariel. And she says, quote, as a black person... You and, and oh, they the interviewer asked her about the backlash, mm. and she says, as a black person, you just expect it, and it's not really a shock anymore. People don't understand that when you're black, there's this whole other community. It's so important for us to see ourselves. Mm. Now, uh, 
if you want your heart to open a little wider, and I feel like sending this to the person that I was told about that has a problem with this. There, did you see Haley or did you see um, Holly when this video was trending? Viola Davis shared it of black daughters, little little girls of color looking at the first trailer of the Little Mermaid. Oh no, I did where they not. showed. It'll make you so happy because oh. they were elated. Oh. They were like, they saw Ariel as themselves. Oh, what a beautiful moment. And why, look, I got to tell you, as a white guy, I think that's beautiful. Yeah. We have, we, why do we, we have another Ariel. That's <laughs> what I don't understand. I'm a Disney. We already have another Ariel. Yeah. Go watch that. Yeah. We can have more than one Ariel because, again, mermaids are real. What? Also, The Little Mermaid is a fictional story. Yeah. I I, I just, I don't know. Ugh. Yeah. Trolls. Wow. This this is one of them that I I just got in the car. Actually, it was a week ago when I was told about this, and I, I literally looked at the individual who informed me that people in my orbit were upset about this. And I said, Oh God, you got to stop talking <laughs> because yeah. I'm, I, it was, a, it was a Friday and Holly, I looked, it was, I, I looked at the person that told me and I go, you have, I love you, but you have to stop. You have to stop telling me this La 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 la. because all I want to do is enjoy my Friday night. And all this makes me want to do is slam my head into a brick wall oh. because mermaids are not real. No mermaids are not real. And you're upset about mermaids. Stop it. Cut it out. I just, Howard Stern says this all the time. Why, it, why, how does it affect you? Why do you care? Yeah. I mean, that, truly, that is, if you just is, break it, why do you, why do you care? That is a great observation. Why do you care? Will you see, you know, Jason talking about that video. This is bringing joy. This is, the movie's not even out and it's already bringing immense joy to its audience. And it will Another, bring and allow it to bring immense joy to you. Another community being lifted up yeah. does not tear you down no, in any way. Absolutely not. It does not tear you down. Mm-mm. It's not taking anything away from you. This is something this is one of those things where this should be celebrated. This should even be a news story. This is beautiful. This yeah. is great. Yeah. How do you think I feel? I mean, if you've ever liked me, and even if you don't like me, if you've ever liked this show or you like me, just think about it this way. How do you think I felt when, like, Will and Grace came on the scene? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and I saw a sitcom that featured people like me or Ellen. Mm -hmm. You know what? I, I didn't see myself reflected in entertainment when I was a kid, I had to keep it hidden. I, I mean, Paul Lind was a godsend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he he was just the fun friend. That's right. right? Uncle Arthur. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, it's a beautiful thing. Yes. And it, the people and, and the people squawking about this, the, the people that I know that are squawking about this, you take for granted that. 99% of the entertainment you've been watching clearly beautifully reflects you. And that's, that's fine. Yeah. And even, you know, that impulse that all the media that you consume has to reflect you personally, because one of the great joys and one of the most powerful things about media and entertainment 
is that you can watch other people's stories and you can gain perspectives that are not yours and you create empathy within your own heart. And that is one of the most powerful things that any piece of art can do. And open your heart a little bit, you trolls. Open your hearts. I think for some, they see this as some sort of attack. And that's why I say the lifting of another community, the the highlighting of another community is not tearing you down. No. I think it's a lot of fear, a lot of uh, the, you know, you fear what you don't know. But I do. I think fundamentally, and I can only speak to the people in my orbit that are bothered by this. I think perhaps they feel it. They feel as they're being attacked. And I don't, that's not the case. No. And I'm going to end by saying, again, mermaids are not real. There are no talking crabs. <laughs> what? I don't Holly, know. I to... One time I was <laughs> I was on a beach in the Bahamas. <laughs> and... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, but okay, one more. Let me, because she's not here. You've heard, uh, think of Alexis, guys. You know, Alexis is far sweeter than I am. So you probably like Alexis more and uh, than I do, than you like me. And that's fine. I like Alexis more than I like me. Uh, think of Alexis. Remember when she, she said this time and time again, when she saw Connie Chung mm. anchoring the news with Dan Rather. Yeah. Alexis said, oh, my God, I, I can dream that dream. I oh. could have that. Yeah. How, that's beautiful. That's nothing Very. to fear. Very. Oh, I hope and people it, open their hearts. N- I do too. Again, just open open yourself up. And again, there are no talking crabs. Under the sea. Under the sea. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs>